I hope this like this is going to be a really depressing episode or something. It, it, I have a feeling it might be because I, well, I have a, a question to ask you, but I. Okay. I don't. It's going to be a. Um. A, I mean, first of all, I'm welcome. Scared. Welcome, welcome to uh, episode forty. Forty-four. I, I thought it was forty-three. I swear we had. Oh wait, no, maybe I've lost complete track of the pod. I remember us addressing when we were in episode 42, because I was like, oh, meaning a life, and you were like... Yeah, I think, no, 42 was the one that was released last, because I had to do the clip for it. Then there was... Oh, that might be why I was thinking, I'm editing 43, so this is 44, so welcome to 44. Welcome to 44. I looked so proud of myself then, and I had no reason to look that proud of myself. <laughs> okay, so I, I'm going in strong here. Basically, uh-huh. it, let me let me present to you the the the, the way I've been thinking at the moment. Um, which it, I I don't want it to be fully depressing, but you know, like okay, so I was I've been talking to a couple of people lately about like, thank you. Um, they they were all friends, but that's okay. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointing. <laughs> Poor effort. But if anyone does, you know, hit me up. Still single. Oi, oi. Still single. So if anyone is out there and wants to take on a depressing, <laughs> anxious, um, if anyone's DTF, um, if anyone wants to take on a depressing, boring guy who's got anxiety and doesn't do a lot. Then I'm your guy. Oi, oi. That's the least reassuring I was, thing. I you've was ever probably meant to say, like, yeah. Oh, no, you're not. No, you could have done anything. You're not... You could have said literally anything. And what you did is you just left me hanging there. Sorry. With my, like, smile as I was like. You did just say down to fuck, so I feel like I'm allowed to be salty with you. Well, you said bang. I know, that's just funny, though. Down What's to fuck. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. What's wrong with you? <laughs> aye, 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 right. Anyway. Sorry, what was your point? Okay, well, it, it could have gone for a while. I mean, buckle in. Um, so the last 13 years, I don't know why I picked 13 years, but, well, no, I do know why. 12 years. 12 years, I'm That's sorry. how long we've um, known each other, right? I guess it is, actually. I didn't think about that. Basically, oh. so, like, when we went... When I went from primary school to secondary school, like, I was just thinking about, like, how things kind of were. And things kind of seemed quite good in life, right? Like, the world seemed like it was okay. It was doing all right. Everything (laughs) was kind of okay. Like, it was the beginning of things getting (laughs) shit, but, like, I wasn't really aware of it, like... Yeah, uh, oh, like, okay, I get that, yeah. At primary school, like, so, like, the example I keep using is that at primary school, I was getting lessons for cello for, like, £25 a term because the school were, like, subsidising the shit out of it. £25 and, like, a term? I think yeah, I paid £25 a lesson. <laughs> I was I was having a great time at primary school, I'll tell you that much. Great. Mm-hmm. They were subsidising the hell out of it. Um, Like, we're doing all these things, we've been on these trips wow. and things. It was great, really fun. And I feel like... In the last 12 years, 
every year, and I can't, I know this sounds like the most depressing sentence, but like, I'm, I'm getting to it. It feels like things have got worse every year for 12, the last 12 years, you know, like, <laughs> everything seems like, but like, especially this year, like, it's so exhausting to think, like, what's gone on? Okay, so we've had global pandemic, we've got a war in Ukraine, we've got the US Supreme True. Court banning abortions and doing all of their stuff like yeah they've done in the last few weeks i've heard more about the supreme court than i probably ever have in my life because of the abortion thing there was the gun control thing there's currently the thing where they've they've restricted the ability of the government to like reduce coal usage so they'll instead of cutting back on coal like they were planning to now they might be burning more coal for longer, which is worse for the planet. Like, climate change is fucks. Um, Brexit happened. Um, all of these things, like, it, it just keeps going on and on. Like, at one point, like, uni fees were, like, much less than they are now. So, like, now, I'm obviously, free. we've all got a shit ton of debt. We've got no yeah. money. Inflation's super high. Everything is just seems, and it's really hard, I find to even stay remotely optimistic about things. And I think okay. I'm saying that as someone who's pessimistic, but like, yeah, it's got to the point where if I hear the BBC news sound on my phone, oh my God, the anxiety. I literally I sit here it. and I'm like, I don't know if I want to check it today because I know that what I'm going to see is not going to be good. Yeah. It's something bad is going to have happened. And like, I just don't, like so my point is like what if you had to give advice to to me to your friend hello to me for a world which every year seems to get worse and like it's increasingly hard to like because sometimes like i feel like everything you just you're just sad because you're so powerless about it right yeah. I can't stop a global war. I can't stop a global pandemic. I can't and and I can't do anything about all of these things because I'm just one person. Like if you had to give me advice on ways to like try and get past this, what would you say? <laughs> oh my god. That's a Especially the stuff with America recently. All the stuff coming out of America recently has been like a and like I'm quite I realise my privilege, I realise that, you know, I don't live in the US and, like, personally, I don't have to go through an abortion at any stage, like, yeah. physically. Yeah. Um, and I realise that people will have different views listening to this and I'm not trying to start a whole thing. But, like, for me, it's really sad that, like, that's just a massive step back. Like, yeah. How 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 do you possibly stay positive? I think you try and focus on the the small amount of change that you can make. I think like educating yourself and trying to do better is all we can do at the end of the day and yeah, and we just have to kind of accept that's a part of living that there's a lot of shit. I think is, about animals just... and like and like how um, animals out in the wild, like all the shit that they have to overcome to just survive. And I think we're kind of like that, you know, 
it's yeah. different types of shit but they do it so we can do it if we want to yeah that's true I just find like sometimes I really wish I was like a complete fucking idiot like more so than I already am but like I really so wish I didn't know to... anything because yeah. I think if I didn't know anything I'd be I'd be loving life well it's the idea of the immortal oyster or Haydn I think that was what we had taught in philosophy Whoa, tell me more what it's like, would you rather be a genius or would you rather be uh, that? Uh, would you rather be a genius that lives, you know, for a few decades, or would you rather be an immortal oyster, as in like you have no brain capacity, um, but you live forever? Oh God! They both sound kind of shit. Yeah, I I hate both of those. So. We're kind of somewhere in between, and that's better than the extremes, I guess. So. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I think for someone who already thinks quite negatively about a lot of things, and like generally has a negative mindset, sometimes you just you just hear about all this stuff, and it's like, oh man, I don't even know. Yeah, it's a lot. It's just sad. It just, it just like, I'm not at the point where I would even would have. I'm not, you know, I'm obviously I'm not gonna have kids anytime soon because you know, yeah, ladies hit me up. Um, <laughs> but like, even if I was, I'd be like, do I want? That? Well, do yeah, I, I saw a woman post a video saying, you know, people always say to me, oh, you'll you'll change your mind about not wanting kids or whatever, and she's like. Why would I want to have kids in this world? And then listed pretty much all the things you just talked about. Mm -hmm. Like, why would I want to bring a kid into that? I would love to have kids one day, but all I can think about sometimes is like, God, imagine bringing a kid into this shit all. You know, like, mm. like you're poor and you're like, okay, so by the way, you're gonna read about the good times in the history books. They're gone now. Um, <clears throat> we we had a little bit of that for a couple of years in the middle, and then we fucked it. And now we're having to deal with the mistakes of people in the past who didn't care about the future. Um, sorry about that. Buckle in. It's going to be a shit show from here on in. And just just get on with it. Like, I don't know. It, it's, just, it's just, I find it really hard to stay positive sometimes when all the shit is going on. And I wish I could turn off, but then I feel like that's... It feels like a very privileged thing to be able to just ignore it. Yeah. Because lots of people can't fucking ignore it. Oh, yeah. That's like with, um, you know, you're saying about the BBC noise. Like whenever mm. I get notification on my phone, it's like, oh, what does it say? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not looking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, there's something wrong about <laughs> ignoring it. It's a luxury to be able to ignore it, and like I, in the end, I always have to look, because in yeah. the end, I'm like, I can't not know, but like, I can't just be out here, but then it's it's then so clearly wrong. Then you can't take the weight wrong. of the world on your shoulders. Exactly. You can only focus on what you can realistically achieve. Exactly. And like, for me, I know that's just sort of educating myself as much as possible because like the thing is I've 
read up on hard topics and then found it's actually put me in a really like pessimistic bad way and like mm. just you know it's affected my mental health so I've had to like give it a break and then I felt bad because I'm like oh, I'm a terrible human I'm not educating myself on these things and then it's like no when when I'm ready to come back to it I will because I do care about it it's just sometimes you've got to be a bit selfish and um that helps you get to the point where you can think about other people and educate yourself on issues that don't necessarily affect you yeah yeah okay it makes sense i think one of my friends called it she had the best word for it um she called it world pain there's like the feeling of caring so much about everything that like it's like you just feel this sadness yeah. Not because anything is directly necessarily happening to you, but because the empathy that you might have with some like other people in like worse situations, like yeah, like you say, you yeah. take the whole weight of the world on your shoulders. But it, like yeah, it's not a good thing to do. I just I don't know. Sometimes I feel like at the moment it feels increasingly hard to have any like optimism about things i have I to imagine that. there are good things happening out there there has to be something out there has to be things out there that are good right now there has to be something out there which is happening which is a great like thing i'm just not hearing about it yeah yeah i i mean there was the did, did you hear about the shooting in norway the shooting in norway during pride month yeah yeah, so... Um, and they nearly had to, they nearly cancelled the whole Pride Parade, didn't they? Yeah, so two of uh, mine and Pierce's friends, one of them's actually going to be a bridesmaid for us, were there, because they live in Oslo. Oh. And I was at Togfest working, and I just get this, like, notification. You know when it says such and such, like, so-and-so is safe? Mm. And I just saw the post saying, like, I'm disgusted with, like, what's happened, we are safe, like... Mm. And I just remember seeing that and it was just like, oh, it's so just like unbelievable, you know, mm -hmm. one step forward, three steps back. It's just, yeah. yeah. And I, and another thing that like wave that sort of hit me was yesterday, a couple of days ago. So, um, so I do a bit of tutoring as you know um and one of my students lives in a very poor area um and going there i was thinking i don't want to leave my car here like i don't like there was broken glass there's a burnt down car there's burnt down garages and cars with like missing bonnets and like mm. wing mirrors ripped off um and i was thinking oh do i give this like do i cancel on this job because i don't want to leave my car here and i don't necessarily feel safe like walking to the house and then i thought well if i give up on this kid who's absolutely lovely because of where they live they're missing out on education due to where they live which isn't right yeah and then i was just like well i've obviously got to think about myself as well 
and then it's trying to work out like I'm happy to do it but it was definitely like a thought of oh yeah I don't want to leave my car here and I don't really feel that safe walking to and from the car like which is just such a I think until I thought about the bigger picture of what that meant like oh yeah that kid is gonna have their education affected by their living situation yeah it oh yeah you get what I mean yeah I definitely do I I know exactly what you mean yeah I just realized that it came from like a massive place of privilege to be able Mm. to be like oh yeah I don't feel safe in this area or something like that like it just because when I was a kid I was used to like poor areas and I didn't Mm. necessarily do you ever have that where you like didn't realize someone will say oh yeah that place is rough and you're like is it yeah 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 I noticed it yesterday when I took my sister we moved my sister's stuff um, where she's at uni, or where the, from the halls into like where she's gonna be living in the next couple of years, and it's weird going back there now because at the time, it like it's not necessarily the nicest of areas, but like it, it's very studenty, but also like it brings all the stuff with it that like yeah actually come with that kind of thing. And while you're there, you're like, oh yeah, it's just like you laugh it off almost. It's like. Oh, you know, there's been another... Someone was with a knife on the street earlier again. Yeah. Classic. Like, one of those things. And going back yesterday, it was, like, the first time where I drove, like, parks, and I was like, I don't feel as safe here as I used to, because now I'm, like... And I was like, it's because of the the privilege of not being in that situation, of, like, having a a job now and living living back in and stuff. And and, and you think, and you're like, like, why do I... That's not no because I lived here for two years and I was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and yeah. if you told me at the time, oh, that's a really rough area, I'd be like, it's fine. Don't worry yeah. about it. It's it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's only one knife every week. It's fine. Like, it, it just didn't make sense to me that I knew like friends came and they were like, e? is this okay? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. Don't why you don't worry about it. Why, why and you, you feel disappointed within yourself when you've yeah. I don't know like when. I went back to one of the places I used to live and I thought, bloody hell, like, this is a shithole. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I then was like, oh, well, like, oh, sorry, you're too good for this place now. Like, Mm. you know, there's other people like you living there that are not criminals, not Mm. vile people or whatever. There are other, like, people that have just had... That that's the life that they've been given, you know. Mhm. That's it. That's um, the one. It's like checking your privilege, I guess. Yeah, it was weird. But like once I caught myself, I was like, "Whoa, hold the phone here!" Like, this isn't. You lived here. You know that's not that's. Not, and I was like, "Yeah, that's." I I realized it was wrong. I was like, "No, no, that's not." I don't want to think that thing. No. Um, but it was sad that that was the initial gut yeah. reaction. I was like, "No, I'm." I'm better than this. Why am I? I don't know. Sorry, I'm sorry. Starts the podcast on a downer. I just um, it's just something I've been th- like. Lots of people. I've had the same conversation. With lots of people this week have just like, it's hard to stay positive about. You know, like so at work they ask, oh, where do you see yourself in five years time? Well, they used to at school and stuff. 
where do you see yourself in five years time? Where do you see yourself? I'm like, ideally, just continuing, not getting any worse. Yeah. Like, I like to have slightly more money and savings, and maybe I could live on my own. Um, I don't think you should live by yourself. <laughs> There's too, actually, too much thinking involved for you. I actually function it. quite well on me, weirdly. Do you? It's strange. It's a strange world. It is. I am. Um... I don't think I could live by myself. I'd piss myself off. I think it's. <laughs> I think it was. It, like, it's something that they'd take a couple of days getting used to because I'd be like, oh, what was that noise? And then I'd get used to it. But, um, but I just. Yeah, I just. The whole. It's like, I don't know, I don't, I'm not thinking that far in the future. I, I just want to, if I'm still alive, then that's a start. Um, I don't know, I don't know. I feel like I'm just struggling for positivity things at the moment. Struggling for the optimism. But um, yeah. I just, you know, maybe someone listening will understand. And if anyone has any advice on things that I can do, just in general, that or maybe you know, maybe you've got positive. If someone's got like a good news story, if you if you can find good news oh, stories, yeah. send them my yeah. way. Send them my way. I like we could include it in the podcast. It'll be fun. It like we could have like a whole thing of like positive news yeah. story a week or something. I like that. Yeah, because I, I I don't think I'm the only person in the world who feels the way I do. I feel like lots of people will understand that. Maybe people listening to this will understand that. And yeah. And I don't want to feel like this. I'm not happy feeling like this. It's just quite difficult to do anything about it on your own. But yeah, there's 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 some there's got to be something. I, like, uh, yeah, we can do something. So, tell me, send me your tips for staying positive, or send me your funny things, or I don't know, send me some dumb jokes. Send me anything. I don't mind. I don't mind. Not don't send me that I'm fat. I don't want that. Not after that guy did it. Oh, yeah. Do you that remember that last time? Yeah, yeah it, was, it wasn't really nice. It wasn't really nice. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, tell me about your life. It's, been, it's, it's actually been pretty, like, good and pretty busy. I think nice. that's the thing. As soon as I'm busy, like, my whole mindset is, like, positive. Um, because I just don't have time to think too much. Um, yeah, so, like, last weekend... Oh my god, it was so long. So we Pierce and I worked at Togfest, which was really sweet actually, because four years ago we met there. And oh. It was a really weird weekend because so I didn't actually realise you guys met at Togfest. Yeah, I signed Pierce in. Oh my god. It was working. Yeah. So Origin um, story. Oh that yeah, this is I I'll give you the full backstory. So UCAS, I think it must have been when we were in year 12. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if we've said what school we went to on the podcast, but uh, I don't know if your sixth form um, sent you to UCAS conference. Did you go to that? Yeah, yeah, we went to one in um, Birmingham, Bed I think. Oh, you went to Birmingham? They mm. do one in Bedford. That's so weird. We went to, like, um, they had, like, the NEC thing, so it was, like, a whole, I, I don't know why. Weird. Basically, uh, in year 12, they have 
they send you to UCAS conference where there's basically a load of universities with stalls giving mm. you free tote bags and pens saying, come to our uni, we're the best uni. Um, and when I was there, I was with Katie and I looked at a few unis, but like, I didn't really care too much. Like I was kind of bored. It was a lot of information thrown at you and, um, I just, it, it just feels a bit much when everyone's going, we're the best uni, blah, blah, blah. We're, we're, we're take all this free it's weird, stuff. Sometimes they really want to talk to you about stuff and they're like, oh, so what are you thinking about? And you're like, oh, I'm thinking about maybe studying politics or something. And then they go, like, oh, well, you know, if you want to study politics, first, you have to get this, this and this. But uh, what, are you, what are your grades at? What are you looking at? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we can work out. And it's like, oh, God, stop trying it, to sell me your uni right now, please. It is like, you know, when you see... I remember being in Debenhams and they had some guy uh, doing a demonstration of the world's yes. sharpest knives. Yes, um, exactly that. Exactly yeah, that. it's a bit like that, but times like 200 units mm. <laughs> a lot. Um, so we so we were at that and then um, Katie and I saw that there was some like live music on, there was a band playing, so we sat down and I took a couple of videos and it was Pierce's band. Um, which I now manage, weird, when I was 17, no, yeah, 17, 16 or 17, um, and then fast forward two years, um, was working at Togfest with Florence, signing in um, this band called Toffees, and they were like, oh, we've just come from UCAS conference, and I was like, Toffees, UCAS conference, I've seen you play, mm -hmm. and I I like, I think I said that. I didn't think about anything of it. I was like, oh, that's funny. Um, and then I had about six pints. Uh, <laughs> my step granddad, Stuart, was, uh, bought me about four four pints. So I was, I was, I was having a great time. Um, and then I saw Rachel, the old guitarist, dancing by herself to Togmore. And I turn around and there's the three boys stood there like just watching her, like not dancing with her. I was like, what? Like, what are you doing? Like, dance with your bandmate. That's not right. Like, you can't just let her dance by herself. It's wrong. So I grabbed Pierce's arm. I do not remember this. I just remember like shouting at them. I don't remember like, but apparently I grabbed Pierce's arm and like pushed like him to like sort of dance with Rachel. Yeah, that sounds exactly like something you would do. Yeah, and it, like when he was telling me this, I was like. Yeah, that does sound right, but mm -hmm. I have like no recollection of it being Pierce specifically. I just remember turning around, being like, "Don't let her dance by herself. You suck." Um, <laughs> uh, so like we sort of all danced in a group, and then Pierce found me on Facebook um, through the festival organizer. He's like a family friend, um, who's now supplying us with the marquee for the wedding, which is so weird. But um, yeah, so he slid into the slid into the DMs, and and then we we're just chatting as mates for a few months. It wasn't anything spectacular, and then um, after a couple of months, we realised we were on the phone to each other, like falling asleep on the phone to each other every night. And then it's like, oh, that's interesting. And then we went on a date and had too much tequila. Oh, that's pretty much yeah. But it's just weird because so obviously, uh, so 
2019, so we got together in 2018, 2019 we were doing the European tour, then 2020, 2021, COVID, no UCAS conference, no TOGFest. Um, so this was the first year that everything was running again and uh, we provide the PA for UCAS, so set that up. Um, and TOGFest, we both signed up to work and then they asked Piers to be like a special guest. They have a rule that you're not meant to play um, two years in a row and they'd played 2017, 2018. And technically, yeah. even though it was 2022, it was still like back to back. So like mm. three years, three Togfest back to back. But um, they asked sort of last minute if he would play. So we were, he was um, king of the roadies. So he was getting all the gear for all the artists to the right stages. And I was signing in the artists and sort of helping Pierce when I could. Um, so we did that and then we went off to UCAS. Uh, so it's just a little bit weird being like at the festival we met at and then going to UCAS where I saw the band play like however many, like six years ago. It was just a bit weird. It's very cute. I like it. Yeah. And it was nice being like setting up the PA system thinking six years ago. I had no idea what an XLR is, and now I'm <laughs> setting up like this full shebang, you know? Yeah. Even like drum kit. I did not know how to set up a drum kit to save my life, and now I can oh, do I that. Oh, I still don't know. It's, it's more comp. Right, I'm going to give drummers credit here. Like, oh, <laughs> I have this thing where sometimes I'll unscrew the wrong section. And then half of the fucking drum kit just like falls off. Like you're like, what? How did I? How did I do something that wrong? Um, and like, if you drop one of the knobs, that good luck finding it. Sorry, if you drop one of the knobs, blame me. Yeah, you're getting busy. But um, <laughs> you're sabotaging me now. Yes, I'm gonna sabotage you. But yeah, no, no I like, just felt like it was my turn to sabotage you. In terms of like positivity and stuff, that was quite a nice. Like, full circle moment. That's a very cute story. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, it's almost like rom-com level of, like, the circle. Throw in some know? British weather, and it could be, like, an indie, yeah, <laughs> an I mean, indie film. <laughs> if you want to buy the rights to this love story, let us know. Cat will, um... She drives a hard bargain, so don't don't expect to buy it for cheap. Well, we just need Pierce to actually be successful now. Um... And then it would be worth it. Right, I feel like you're quite responsible for that as his manager. Yeah. So. When he when he starts selling out Wembley, I can then think about selling the rights to the story. Yeah. Well, you get him to Wembley, he'll play Wembley, and then you can sell the rights. Love it. And Great I'll be challenge. here for to commentate <laughs> on the whole saga. Oh no, you're like the um, counselor. What do you call it? Not like not like therapy. Like you're our advisor, chief advisor. Chief advisor. Life advisor. <laughs> oh my god. The world is fucked if I <laughs> life advisor. I'm your life coach. Life coach, that's the one. Life coach. Sweet Lord above. Oh, that's nice. Imagine that's signing up to be a life coach. Like, imagine having to be positive all the time. <laughs> I cannot. I I, 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 I don't even know how that would be possible. Like, they'd come and they'd be like, 
oh, I've been working through some difficult stuff in my life, and I'd be like, yeah, but is it even worth it? Why, why, why did you do that? Is it worth it? Really? Worth your time? They're like, oh, well, I thought maybe we, no, no, no. <laughs> Took a weird dark turn there, didn't it? Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, that was just the uh, bullshit that I was choking on. Love it. Oh my god. Sorry, this is not... Oh, no, I don't know. I don't know if I can say... The previous bit definitely isn't podcast worthy. I'm removing that straight away. What? No, that was funny. No, I can't. I can't stand by that. That's the thing. That's too Aww. much. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> One day, like, like, if the podcast ever takes off, Someone will leak our unedited. I I will I will be the one who does it. I will leak our undeleted scenes of the World's Rights podcast, and then people. To be will honest, go, it's mostly us exposing hell. like secondary school drama. Yes. Instead of anything that deep. It's us either ex- or just exposing a dumb thing that we did, and we're like, that's it. Most people might sit there thinking they must say really bad stuff in the bits that Chris cuts out. No, no. It's just dumb shit, because we're idiots. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. There's whole bits where I go off on a tangent, and then I... It's quite fun editing, because I look at it, and I look at your face for your dumb bits, and you start off smiling, and then you're like... Huh? Huh? <laughs> and, it, like, I can literally see in your eyes, like, they're, like, flicking side to side, like... How do... Why is he... And then you're, like, you're going for the nervous... Haha. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I watch it, I'm just like, this is the, what am I doing? Oh man, I just delete that shit so hard. But, oh, I'm trying to think of other positive things. Um, what else? What festivals? When, so, was is it just been Togfest and you cast since last time we spoke? I think so. Yeah, that was actually kind of... Do you want to give you some thinking time? Yeah, why not? All right. I'll give you something for time. In the meantime, I will share some lovely news. So I, last week, went to my one of my best friends, Beth. Her partner proposed to her in a very sweet little thing. Um, They went for, like... They went down to London. They, like, had a nice day out, and they went for, like, a nice picnic. And then, apparently, it was a very sweet, like, proposal. Um, He did it really well. He did it, like... Privately, so it was just the two of them, not like in front Aww. of everyone, which is like exactly right. Really good for them to have that moment. And then, um, he had booked this like it's like a escape room hotel, so the whole hotel is basically an escape room. So, you that's so cool, it's really cool. You basically have to like unlock all the rooms and stuff and like find out the clues and things. Um, and Obviously, if you do it all, then everything's open. It's a great time. They had like, had like a pool and like a hot tub and like a steam room and a, it was a really nice place. But we were all basically like twenty of us went to surprise her. So we like got there, drove down, and you basically we got there about half an hour before she did, and we, when we knew they were coming, we had to get inside this like hot corridor. It was like a tiny corridor. Next to the hot tub and the steam room. It's like, it's it's hot in there. And it's like, 17 of us I think, stood in this corridor. Waiting for, like, to be able to burst out and be like, surprise! Um, 
slowly roasting and it was like a hot day as well and for oh, some no. reason and i cannot for the life of me understand did why you fart? no i did not fart they had lift music playing the whole time <laughs> i was like stood below the speaker playing lift music on a loop and i was like but then we jumped out i was like oh no she actually they were like you should go and open that door so she opened the door and we were all in she was like couldn't imagine like what was happening she was so happy we had a lovely time it was really nice to be able to like be part of that because i've never been part of someone's like proposal thing um i've never like had any i don't know like part in that like it's 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 not the kind of thing that normally you have any involvement in at all yeah to be able to like immediately celebrate with her yeah and they're such a lovely couple. Like, they very much... Yeah, it was, it was just such a fun time. The ring was lovely. Like, it was such a beautiful ring. Um, and she looks really happy. And she deserves to be happy. So I was very... Um, I had a very nice nice time there. That was, that's like a nice thing that's happened to me. Aww, that's so sweet. It was a really lovely ring. I was very happy to be there. I, like, took a day off work. Um... Rather than work half a day, which I was very grateful for. Um, yeah. It was lovely. Really, really nice time. That's so cute. It was. It was. And that sounds like a really, like, original and personal way of doing things as well. It doing was exactly room. what... It shows how much he knows her. Because yeah. it was exactly what she... Like, she said it couldn't have been more perfect. It just... It was just exactly right everything was right it um, is fu- it is funny with wedding stuff and proposals like so many people get in their heads like they over complicate things and end up depersonalizing stuff because they think oh i have to do a big gesture or i have to like like for me with pierce like i ruined his proposal plan because he was going <laughs> to propose at christmas and i said why would you propose at Christmas um, when we were watching a film? I, I don't know. I, I basically ruined his plan. Um, <laughs> so he proposed in our bedroom while I had a bowl of popcorn in my hand. Um, and, like, I was telling a friend this. He's quite big on weddings and um, quite different to me in terms of like loves very girly girl basically and they're like oh how did he propose and because Pierce is quite like he's quite uh extra I don't know they mm. I think they're expecting something really grand I I, I don't mm. fucking know and when I said that they kind of looked at me like oh are you okay with that like that doesn't <laughs> sound I was like, perfect like that that's just how like yeah just suited me and suited him and it was just right for us and that sounds like with um beth that it was really personal and right for her yeah absolutely it could not have been i agreed it it could not have been more like he organized it all like my sister was like so i'm I'm doing this thing i'm like trying to surprise her um and like just such an amazing thing like he really did a great job um yeah they, they they're a really sweet couple like 
and they're like buying a house now as well. So like they're, oh, they're like hell. fully like doing the like adulting the thing. And I, I'm I, yeah, it's really it's really nice to be able to be there. Plus, like Beth was really um really what's what I'm for? helpful to me in uni. Like um I genuinely don't know that I would have got through some of my lectures and things without her. Aww. And when COVID hit, I actually went to stay in her house um, because I decided to stay in Birmingham where I was going to uni Yeah. Um, and all my other housemates went home just before lockdown was announced and I was like I don't want to go home because this is my final year of uni and yeah and I don't I don't want to just go home straight away and yeah. so Beth very kindly was like do you want do you want to come and stay in my house like one of my housemates is going home do you want to you can stay in their room if you want I was Aww. like, are you sure? Like, that's quite a big thing. And, like, they, you know, let me stay with them for, like, three months. Um, wow. So it was, like, it was just the sweetest thing. And, like, we did Aww. loads of fun things over that first lockdown. It was, like, that first lockdown was really scary, I think, for a lot of... It was, like, nothing yeah. you'd ever been through before. No. Yeah. And, like, being able to, like, have the friends and things, I think, at least helped get through that because... We, and like, we had to try and stay stuff. calm because yeah. of our degrees. Like we had to stay focused, and some I still had things that, to do. Exactly, I had a dissertation to finish while the pandemic yeah. was going on. And part of that is like good because it gave you something to distract yourself with. But then also like we, everyone was concerned about their families and friends, and mm. it was just you just had so many horror stories, and it mm. was just it went from being like a bad joke to being real so yeah it's no, crazy nice to think had... now like in one month how much like at the start of the month i came home like because it's my birthday in the start of march so i yeah. came home and i was like oh yeah i guess i'll you know blah, blah 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 and i didn't realize that at that point when i went back to uni i didn't realize that like it was gonna be a pandemic and it was gonna be a lockdown and shit and then you know everything changed by the end of that month it's crazy but it was really sweet so i'm really glad i could be there and like that's a nice thing that's happened that was very sweet because it was like yeah one of those things where you just you know it it could not have been a better day for them both um and like just to be a tiny part of that is like crazy really i was like i felt kind of honored i was like oh you know like I can't believe that you are you know, I'm one of these few people that you could have there to like celebrate Aww. with you. It's really sweet. It's really sweet. It's because you're loved, because people like All you. Alright, calm down. Get 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 back in your box. Don't get carried away now, right? I don't even know I'm staying in my box. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking last episode we did a very long episode and I don't know whether we should if, if there's anything else you want to do before we move on to the music section I don't know uh no I mean we can move on to the music section it's been yeah. a bit of a weird one I mean so far I've I started on a downer you took us into a bit of a high and emotionally I don't know where we're gonna go with this I mean these songs could take us in a lot of different directions to be honest yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> There's different vibes going on in this playlist this week. I know, it is a bit mixed. It is quite mixed. 
In the best um, way. Ah, I need to get the list up. Sorry, I was having a moment. I sat myself down. You know how... So I originally was going to do the podcast outside, but it was a bit too windy. Mm. Um, and then I moved myself inside. And then I originally... You, you, Chris can't see, but you guys can if you're watching on YouTube. So I put my laptop at the end of the sofa on the other sofa. And then I was like, okay, I'll sit down. And then I just realised I was twisting over to face you guys. And so then now I've tried to face forward, but then I don't have any support for my back. And I'm being like an old person, like, you know, and you just not, you just can't get comfortable. What the fuck are you doing? I don't know. What's happened to you? What, what, what's... No, I'm so. I, when I edit this week, I'm gonna be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" You say that. I'm watching Pierce wheel a fridge that across the garden right now. When you say a fridge, I don't think it's our fridge. I think he's maybe. It's, Where did he get a fridge from? What? I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck is going on over there? I know, like, I get easily distracted, but sometimes there is some weird... I swear, like, Sunday, just weird shit happens. Or maybe I just... Maybe there's always weird shit happening and I just notice it on Sunday. Maybe most of the time you're so busy that you don't have time to, uh, like, see all the stuff. And now you're just sat there and it's like... I just don't... I feel like... Music round. I feel like music, music round. Yeah. Music yeah, round? Yeah, that would music be good, because oh, now I'm oh. thinking way too much about the fridge and where it's come from. Yeah, I mean, I do want to know. if you, Piers, if you could let us know by next week, please, thanks. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, so, can we start with the Mez lipstick? Yeah, Ar- let's start there. Adderall. Adderall. <laughs> Adderall. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like... Odd, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> Sweet fucking Lord above. I need some Adderall. <laughs> you need something, Jesus Christ. Oh, bloody hell. Um, how, how did you come across this? Well, I think you know exactly how I came across this. Oi, oi. Yeah, that, that was my cue to let you slide into it like a really smooth Yeah, I just feel like I... Well, I mean, first of all, let's just go back a second. You know, every week we have this thing. You know that I make the clip. You know that I it's it's key that we nail it. And so far what I have from you is lipstick uh Arderal and I'm gonna be honest, I can't I can't okay. work with that. Okay, lipstick Adderall by the Mez. That's the one. See yeah. I'm so proud of you. Okay. So Kat went to see our friend Split the Dealer. Oil. Um, in Reading? Reading, Guildford? yeah. Sub... I don't know why I thought Guildford. Sub no, 69. Reading. <laughs> <laughs> sub, sub 89, but 69 also works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never, never going to not call it that now. Um, and I believe that these guys were one of the opens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, yeah, Queen. Um, I took a listen to them. Because he recommended them. Yeah. And they are great. They're so They're fun, fun to listen they? to. They're like... They have like 1975 vibes, but like... Yes. More... Yes. Slightly more... Um, rocky. Yes. Yeah, Alt. slightly more rocky. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but they have such a great sound. Very... Ca- immediately so catchy. And like... 
high energy they, and yeah. like, very fun performers. They sound like they should be bigger on. than they are. Yeah, 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 definitely. They sound like they should be a lot bigger than that. Like, I'm doing your thing, but like, they only have 771 M- monthly, monthly listeners. listeners. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Like, these and guys everything's are great. Like, well produced and stuff. Yeah, they just need to like land in the right market, and then they'll yeah, they'll definitely. Take I off. I would one hundred. If you haven't heard of them, you have to, If you like nineteen seventy five or like indie kind of rock, um, even like Catfish and the Bottleman type. Yeah, a little bit Catfish genre, and the Bottleman. Yeah. Catfish and the Bottleman fans are needing needing a bit of help. They're needing these a bit days. Of, yeah. So. Oh, sad times. Um, emotional. Emotional. Yeah. So, um, yeah, check them out. Honestly, good fun. This song is just, I don't know, it's just high energy and positive vibes. So. Sorry, I was just, just going to refer back to my notes and see if we'd missed anything, but I think we've covered... I feel like we're speedrun. Are we doing Walter Oates podcast speedrun this week? I know, that was very quick. I think it's because, like, last week, how long were we recording last week? I swear, well, not last <laughs> it was week, a the long last one. episode. It was a long one. I felt Let's bad for you having to edit. No, it was, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And we were chatting a bit before the podcast as well, so... Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. I was down for it. So, yeah, if you've checked out Split the Dealer, like, because obviously we've spoken about him a lot on the podcast and if you've listened to his music and you like his music there's a good chance you'll like the meds oh absolutely and i would like to see where they end up in like a year's time yeah yeah because i think if they carry on where they're going hopefully at some point they'll have a song that blows up and i think they do i think they gig quite a lot so just keep an eye out if you're sort of midlands area keep keep an eye out and see if they're playing anywhere near you. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But it's good. Do you, do you want to hit me up? I will. I will. Uh, let's go. Oh, this is. All right, let's go for Doing Really Well Thanks by Ellie Bleach. Oh, yeah. So, this song, um, I was listening to it and I had to stop at one point and check when it came out. Because it sounds very much older than it is, you know? Like, it sounds it's like very... like, modern like, old. Yeah. It draws on a lot of, like, old influences. And... Uh, but combines that with, like, a modern take, which is really interesting. She has a great voice. Like, yes. a very... Um, like, is it? it's the kind of voice that you would imagine you could hear coming from a song which is much older. It sounds really mature, really uh, confident as well. Yeah. So I, like, put down, she had quite, like, a wholesome voice and, like, with yes. the old piano sound. That was quite interesting because you don't really hear sort of old piano. You, you hear a lot of sort of keyboardy sounds, like, yeah. synthy sounds now. You don't really hear... Um, yeah, old school piano, like, and I, I love that sound because, like, as both of us are musicians, we've, like, basically, we lived in practice rooms, uh, 
throughout our teenage years and oh yeah at lunchtime we went to the music practice rooms and just old pianos were our jam and it just sort of made me feel quite like nostalgic as well like just yeah very wholesome and I did a little bit of research as in like I clicked on her Spotify bio and <laughs> it's top quality <laughs> research from you <either. laughs> And it Detective was saying... Preston, back at it again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, Sorry, it, it's got that. quite a lot of information on. Like normally, like quite a lot of the time when I click on it, there's like they just two, put, three like, lines. Lol, I'm Chris, and that's it. So that's not that's not a bio. Come on, come on. Whereas she's got like quite a dense bio, um, but it said that. She was raised uh, in South End, oh, and sure. and it's kind of when I knew that I'd listened to the song again. I was thinking about, um, have you been to the arcade at South End? No. There's like this old-fashioned arcade with like some really weird but cool games. Like one of them, you're like a fly, and you've got to try and survive, and you're getting like swatted at and. And there's like just loads of random, and there's um a fortune teller thing that yeah, like in the thing. Yeah, is that one like in the glass box kind of thing? Like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. and like you know, and it's kind of scary, but also really fascinating. Um, and after listening to that, I kind of when I was listening to the song, I was I don't know, I could feel the (laughs) influence of the sort of old arcade sound if that yes i get that I get really you. odd no um, i 100 percent get you yeah and then it's still like a modern song but just wholesome it's probably it the way i would it is i i was just thinking about you were saying about how we love like we you know we're both musician things i remember we um when we were uh, younger anyway um we went <laughs> to london for the day um and oh, yeah. but like we planned it out and we're like this is what we're gonna do and we were determined that we would stop at the yamaha music shop oh my god that was so funny and sit there and go and like just go and try the instruments and stuff and like so like we ended up in the piano room whatever i think we sat there and played like clocks or something sherlock. like classic we sherlock. Uh, nathaniel sherlock? knew the sherlock theme yes tune. nathaniel played oh that was brilliant um but like they had so, and I, 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 I will always love the sound of a proper piano. I, I, the, I, I feel like I'm really lucky to live in a like because you can do so many things with synthesizers now, right? Like yeah, like and and like I realize they've been around for a while, but like they just keep and they sound increasingly realistic and and phenomenal and all these kind of things, but then. There's something about a real piano and you can sit there and play and you can feel like the hammers striking the strings, all that kind of stuff. That you can hear the the kind of internal mechanisms and stuff and Yeah. And and it just all and, and when you get that sound, that proper like chord that just fills the room, it's like like you just it just doesn't even like you remember when we had the in the it had the uh like old upright pianos and like the practice rooms and they weren't necessarily in the best tuning or anything like that but like they were just it just there was something about that the second you 
started it's playing. It's inspiring playing on a piano. Like playing on a shitty keyboard is not like you'll you'll deal with it, but it's not like an inspiring feeling. Like it's no, it's something. And I've done different things. When I've been sort of like just messing around and stuff, when I've done it with an actual piano, it something else. Something else is there that just like yeah takes it in a different direction to when I'm just sat here with my keyboard set up, like... Yeah. It, 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 both of them lead to something, but they, they for somehow just end up so different. Um, so yeah, I, I absolutely love the sound of a proper piano. Um, I was going to write lyrics a little bit. I love the... Um, well, I just, I found it really catchy, the... Um, I'm doing really well, thanks. I do not need your help, thanks. And I'm like, <laughs> I I like that feeling of um, like, no, I, you know when like people are like watching, they're like, do you need? Are you okay? Do you need some help? Do you need to like, do you need to like take care of you or something? You're like, no, I'm fine. Like, things aren't necessarily amazing, but like, I'm doing fine, thanks. You can fuck off. Leave me to yeah. my thing. Leave me to like have my time and and like mess around and like but I love um what was this one? Don't you pity me, at least I do my crying on Egyptian cotton sheets. <laughs> That's such a <laughs> It's the most beautiful snobbery I've ever heard. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was like I like this somehow goes against so many things that I believe but also yeah you go. Fucking, you, you, you do that shit absolutely fucking lately. Um, and like the final bit as well. Um, I've done awful things for money, but you've all done worse oh, for free. Yes, that's that's the key quote. I, what so a powerful I, line, man. I've been listening to this a lot in the car. Um, to be fair, that's when I listen to music most at the moment. It's like in the car when I'm really? by myself. I yeah, because I'm in the car quite a lot these days. So. Um, you are a busy gal going around. Yeah, so I I've listened to it loads in the car, and then uh, with UCAS that I was mentioning earlier, um, they're like, "Oh yeah, we need to put on some music, but uh, between like the bands <laughs> playing." And then everyone looked at me, and I was like, "Yeah, to be fair, I've definitely got the youngest um, sound out of the group," um, and then. I laughed when this song came up because of that of that line, and I yes. thought, "Oh, oh, it's a little bit ropey." <laughs> you could the the context of that could be interesting. Yes. Absolutely. And I thought, I'm just broadcasting this to a bunch of like sixteen and seventeen year olds. You're influencing the future <laughs> the future adults of our world, and that's what you've influenced them with. Yeah. Oh my that's god! Fair. So, what a good influence. Watching Grey's Anatomy and like they they've had a few Coldplay moments in there and I'm just like oh. Grey's Anatomy seems like a very Coldplay Coldplay yeah oh yeah yeah and it just makes me laugh I'm like fair fair have they whipped out the scientist yet oh I'm not sure to be fair they've um they've done a couple I need to think I'll I'll find out I'll give you a list of what, right. what Coldplay maybe I should just start watching is. Grey's Anatomy it is like it is still trashy but like it's good trashy it's not 
I, I was saying this before, it's not like selling Sunset or keeping up with the Kardashians oh, chassis, chassis. It's definitely it's well acted. You would know, you are in many ways the queen of trash. I know, this is a new thing though. I like, never used to watch trash. I used to watch like pretty much exclusively documentaries. I wouldn't even watch films um, that weren't documentaries. Um, I'm weird like that. Yeah, I, I, I won't watch... Like, if you give me a choice, like, do you want to watch this film or do you want to watch a documentary? I'll be like, oh, give me that documentary. But I That's just so weird. Like, unless I were to find them online, Amazon and Netflix don't really have a huge amount of documentaries. Like, I've watched all of them. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, even, like, all the serial killer ones, watched all of them. Oh, you've been through all, all those ones. Days. You've done that. <laughs> You've done the serial killers. That's done. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I kind of left with trash, I guess. I've watched too much crap. I think it's because, like, I'll just have stuff on in the background while I'm doing things. It kind of helps. And if I, I know if I listen to music, I'll get distracted and I'll go on a spiral. Of, yeah. Oh, I wonder where they sound like they've got an accent. I wonder where they're from. Oh, this mm-hmm. person sounds a bit like this person. Oh, I wonder if... And, and it's just like a whole... And then I start making playlists or what. <laughs> so I, I just try and have something To be fair, your playlists too... are always, like, good. So. Thanks. I need to make more, especially if I do have this interview coming up, although I know nothing about it because Universal haven't contacted mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, Universal, come on, let's get this, let's get this going. I yeah. know. Like, I shouldn't have to call you. Call me. <laughs> don't don't i won't call you call me no um don't call me i'll call no don't call you i'll carry on, carry but, on. yeah um, i should probably make some more up-to-date playlists as well because i i think you like when i do the sort of unsigned artist type playlists hmm yeah, absolutely. It's always like a chance for me to find something new. I'm I'm always like out here looking for new stuff. Speaking of, I was gonna do like a really smooth transition back to the podcast tunes. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of a band who are definitely signed and most people know about them, um, mm-hmm. Bastille surviving, surviving, mm. surviving, surviving. How are they pronouncing that? Surviving. They've got no G on surviving. I don't think they're going to come and kill you if you put a G on the end. I think. I mean, Sigrid saw and liked our podcast, so you never know. That's because Sigrid's a fucking legend. We do not deserve, okay? We do not deserve. This bit was deleted, and you'll never hear it. Sorry about that. Um, that was a little fun sidetrack, which you guys oh, may or may not be hearing in the future. Yeah. Imagine if you um, never hear it. Do you ever feel I sad know. that you don't hear our sidetracks? Let us know. I'll be, no, I'll be really sad if they don't hear that, because then it means it didn't happen, which... Yeah. <laughs> would just be really sad. Yeah. Um, but Surviving by Bastille. Honestly, um, I... Hadn't listened to any of Bastille's like new material. When was the last I've time? I've not listened they... to Bastille in ages. Yeah, it was just really nice to hear some new stuff. Oh, so they had oh. Happier in twenty eighteen. So I'm guessing this is like 
I don't think I ever listened to that. It's a sing. Oh, sorry, it's a single. Oh, it's the Marshmallow yeah. and Bastille. I think I've heard it. it could be I wrong. don't recognise this at all. How have I but... missed this? <laughs> Yeah. What fucking this. world do I live in sometimes, man? It's great to have new music from them, and it's like I've always loved how Bastille have incorporated like live instruments into yeah. their tracks, and they're just sort of they're very like good at fusing sort of pop with like strings or what like trumpets or you know it just. I don't know. I love them. I agree. They have a. They have their own little sound, you know? They have their very unique, different sound. Yeah. And I like it. I love it. Well, I love the. um. The. I, oh, God, we're going back to the depressing thing. But, like. um, So, like, I'm not going to lie and say I've been alright because it feels like I've been living upside down. What can I say? I'm surviving. Yeah. Uh, crawling out the sheets to see another day. What can I say? I'm surviving. And I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. I think I'll be fine. That whole, like, thing is like, damn, that hits at my core, you know? Yeah. I kind of like the idea that, you know, when you see on TV a happy scene where you, uh, there's this grand score and like people are running up and kissing each other and mm. everything's like perfect and that's the idea that we've sort of been brought up with as happiness it's like you know happiness means getting a promotion getting your dream mm. house getting your dream car like and there's a soundtrack to fill the fill in the blanks kind of thing um whereas i think this is sort of like the realistic happy mm. bop where it's you know, even when you're having happy moments, it's not this intense adrenaline, fe like adrenaline fe fused, fueled, adrenaline fueled, fueled okay. moment. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get you. I get you. It's um. Yeah, absolutely. It's very much like it's it's real life. It is. It's it's um. It just, it, 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 I get it because it's like one of those things where someone asks, How are you doing? I'm like, I think I said to someone the other day, they're like, How are you doing? I was like, I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. And they, they were really like, they were quite concerned. They're like, What do you mean? I was like, Well, I'm not amazing. I'm not off myself. <laughs> but I'm also not going to off myself. Like, I'm not sad necessarily. I'm just like, Surviving. I'm surviving. I think it feels like I've been living upside down. It's like, I get it. I get that. <laughs> yeah. I 100% relate to that feeling of like, sometimes it's like, you know, your head hits the pillow, you fall asleep, you wake up, back up. You're like, I didn't, I, I just shut my eyes. What do you mean I've got to wake up already? I'm not ready for this. Like, this isn't, this isn't right. This isn't fair. But, um. And you've just got your big boy promotion. Everything's going well, you know. Things are going well, for sure. But it's, yeah, and that's the thing is it feels wrong to be like, Oh, I think I'm okay. Because people be like, well, what do you mean? You've got this promotion, you've got this stuff. Why are you not... You should be feeling on top of the world. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's, it, it's good. But like, I don't know. I'm not... 
really just just carrying on you know I'm not gonna lie I also love the bit um I like it because it's very relatable for me not because it's necessarily the happiest of lines but um it's got like a thundercloud in November rain is a black dog out running wild again for you oh yeah it's and the like, Arlo Parks yeah. black dog yeah yeah I clocked that as well it's 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 good to like have that um just that I I I always love that reference to it. It's like because I it's just, it's just very um the whole metaphor of it like the thunder clouds November rain black dog. It's like I know that feeling. That's I know that one. Yes, I I understand. I relate. I get it. I I get it. I've had that. Um. It's 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 great. But I I I I love it. I, it's a great song. Um. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Um, let's go for Nobody Has to Know by Thomas. Oh no, now I'm doing it. Hedon? Hedon. Oh, Hedon. Hedon. Uh... Hedon. Right, let's see what happens. Here we go. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to just run at this and I'm going to see what happens. Uh, so this is Nobody Has to Know by Thomas Hedon. I love it. I love it. I didn't like um, what I, I didn't like the one I picked. I didn't. I wasn't happy with it. But <laughs> someone's gonna be on like TikTok. Like you're wrong. <laughs> someone's gonna be like, it's clearly fucking head on, you dumbass. I'm like, I didn't know. Um. Oh, this is a bit of a like wild card in this mix of. Yeah. It's it's a bit of a okay. I think I've already used this word today for one of the tracks, but. I just found it quite like nostalgic of being a teenager. Yeah, it, it feels just... very late two thousands like sound. Um, yeah, it's a, I think it context. Me it's of. like indie rock, but it's like it did remind me a little bit of um, you know the nineteen seventy five song Sex. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Musically, it just reminded me a little, little bit I nearly of that. put that on a playlist this week, weirdly. Really? Just because I've really been listening to it a lot, and I was like, I'll just put this on. But I didn't. I didn't put it I on there. I haven't heard really. it in years. I just... Yeah. I just suddenly listened to it again the other day, and I was like... Yeah. Sorry, I never, I I never went through the 1975s phase. I know so many people who did, but I just didn't, like... I've always had an appreciation but i never like got obsessed you know their first album really just like i don't know why it just really caught my attention i loved that um yeah and then i have like on and off listened to them and then like more recently made a friend who is a massive fan so i've like started listening to them again um yeah i really i really love them they, they've got a good sound they've got a good sound um but this is not 1975, this is Nobody Has to Know. Um, you see how I went for the song title rather than I can't I can't go back to the name. I'm just going to mess it up. Um, you traumatised yourself. I like the carefree side of it, you know? Like, it's the thing of... Casual sex. Woo! Yeah. And, like, it's fine. It's just fine. It's, it's no, there's nothing else. It's not complicated. It's not, like... It's not um, deep. It's, it's not. not. Yeah. And that's good sometimes. 
It's, we it's can't be listening to Coldplay all the time. We can't. We can't. Because sometimes you have to listen to something that isn't Coldplay to come back to Coldplay and be like, I appreciate this even more than I did before. And it's just, it gives me like road trip vibes with, when yeah. you're with your mates and you're just sort of like being young and dumb and like embracing that for a minute. Just, I don't know. I don't know. It I is. It. It's very much that feeling of being young and carefree and like just fucking... I like, um, uh, maybe this could be our thing for a while where we never fall in love, but we do it all the time. And I'm like, yeah. you go for it. Why not? You, like, fucking enjoy that shit. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Life can be, you know, as I think I've made it horribly clear during this podcast, life can be a lot. Um, so you know what? If you, if it helps to, to go and just one night stand, whatever, go for it. Do you think? When people say, oh yeah, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm When when someone says that, I'm like, respect. That is like a really good, fun place to be. Yeah. Um, I low-key hate it, obviously, because I'm like, yeah, I, I look for something <laughs> I could never do that. Yeah, that was the thing. I, I never had that in me. There was always neediness. But I respect that the people, people feel comfortable to be like, I don't want anything serious. I just want... Yeah. yeah, fine. You know, you know yourself. You know what you want. Yeah. Like, go for it. Get it. I was saying to Pierce, this is so, like, funny. Uh, I was saying to Pierce yesterday that when friends are chatting to me about being single and normally, like, I'd give advice and stuff, and I was like, the last time I was single was <laughs> when I was 19. Yeah, what do and... you know about being single anymore, Cal? I know, like, I can't, all my advice is now pretty outdated. Like, it's not, being single when you're a teenager is a bit different than being, like, single in your mid-twenties. It's kind of a different vibe, you know? Yeah. And I kind of feel like a fraud when I'm going, oh, yeah, you know, just, you do you. You, be, you rock on, be single. It's a great thing to do. <laughs> you I, rock on, oh, says the dog mum as she goes to... I know. <laughs> Take care of her dogs and peers. Legit. Anyway, just fucking hell. It's that time. I, I think I this is my like only piece of singleton advice that I think can be. Egg ice cream vans. That's what I think. Egg all the ice Egg cream I vans. <laughs> Close. Close. No, you should do that. Um, my thing would be have fun while you can because you never know when you're gonna meet the one if you believe in that stuff like if you believe about like you still sound like you're like 46 years old i know i don't i can't help it i'm sorry why are you doing this what all right yeah all right okay well but do you not agree? You, like I, I, I get think... you. I just, I just, I don't know why you've, you've suddenly sound so old now. What, why I do don't you age know. So I can't help it. I Please just genuinely, I like, I like being in bed by nine p.m. and oh. I like homemade meals. And well, that's fine. We had a meal out of our garden the other day. Oh, God, I know. I, I know. Yeah. I know, oh, one night stands, yay, moving on. Um, oh. are you like Sorry, this? am I depressing? I just dropped my... Oh, no, it's upside down. 
Can you just, can you just, can you be more like useless, please? Like, do you just unage yourself a bit? I just dropped my water bottle down the back of the sofa, which I'd iced. So, I'm still that's not, that's young not redeemed done. you. That's not redeemed oh. you. That's not. That's a small thing. It wasn't very clever. It wasn't. <laughs> no, I can see that. I, I can that much. Wise. I'm not melting. Incredibly unwise of you. I'm gonna get to like thirty and have a midlife crisis. Ten years too young. And yeah, it's gonna be fucking weird. Know. I'm gonna be looking at you going. Do you want to just keep this to your fucking self for like now? Like, <laughs> you're like been there, done that. <laughs> what are you doing? Some of us had our had our midlife crisis at sixteen. Like, come on. <laughs> I think you've just been in crisis since you were born. To be honest, I don't think. No, I've there was a couple you. of years. There was a couple of years where everything was good, but they was it they before ended you met me? <laughs> probably about the age of four. Love it. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Existential crisis over. Um, well, is it? postponed, postponed. Let's say. Um, oh, you're not. You're not still doing yours right now. Okay, me neither. Maybe. <laughs> okay, what am I hitting you up with? Black. Oh, black honey. Is that that's the last one of yours? Oh, crikey. Yeah. Um, all my pride. This was a throwback because I used to listen to this in 2018. I used to listen to Black Honey. I saw them. In 2017. I had a feeling that you might have shown me Black Honey once upon a time. That could have happened. I saw them support Royal Blood, but I knew about them before that. And I love their sound, so... It seemed, like, really fun. So, yeah, definitely. Sorry, I just kind of, like, cut off there. Like, I just... No, it was good. I was just like... <laughs> you suddenly stopped. I was like... Uh-huh. Then, oh... I also found out, I think they're playing Reading this year, so if you do listen to this track and like it, go check them out. Yeah. If you're going if to Reading. you're going to Reading, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That makes I mean, sense check them out regardless, but like, you know. My mouth was moving, wait, my brain was moving faster than my mouth was. Yeah. Right. Sorry, I'm disappointing you. I'm sorry. No, I'm just, you're just confusing me. Uh, to be honest, it's... I'm still thinking about the fact that you've somehow aged double the speed of me and then kind of weirds me out a bit you want to you want to stop doing that maybe all right um i love um i love the energy of this song because it's, it's like, like modern nirvana yeah i like um Female-led. it's the feeling of uh all my scars will heal in time. Now he's gone with all my pride. Everybody's saying what I need to do, but I haven't got a thing to prove to you. And I'm like, Love it. I like that because because you can feel kind of dumb after a a breakup or something, or like something doesn't work out, and you suddenly feel like like if it's if it's ended badly, you're like, why did I? How did this happen? Or like it it, it you no, know, you feel a kind of like. Well, you feel broken in some way. But, like, I really enjoy the line at the end that the, everybody's saying what I need to do, but I haven't got a thing to prove to you. It's like you have to find your own path in these things. You can't necessarily... Because yeah. other people will tell you, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to, like... This is what you should do, and, and if you do this, you'll be happy. 
And if you don't do this, I'm going to be kind of disappointed in you because you're not doing the right thing. Yeah. And this is a bit more powerful, taking ownership back and going, no, no, I, I'm going to, I'll feel how I feel. I'll do my thing. I'll be sad if I want to be sad and I'll get through it the way I'm going to get through it. And sometimes you, you, you have to do that because you know yourself better than other people. They might give you advice that's you know, unrelated to relationships, but there are people who don't necessarily understand what I need for like my mental health. And will, yeah. you know, they'll be like, oh, come do this because you'll feel better. And I'm like, no, no, I won't. I won't actually because I know how I'll feel and I'm not going to enjoy that the way that you think I am. Like you mean well. But I'd actually like you to not do that and actually maybe ask me how I feel and how I want, what I want to do. Yeah. Don't tell me what I should do. Don't tell me you'll do this and you'll feel better. Because if I yeah. do it and I don't feel better, I'm like, well, what's wrong with me? And that's not yes. great. Yes, that is that is a very good point. I went on a deep thing there, but I, I really, yeah, I get that feeling of like someone telling you how you should feel and how you're going to get there. And well, even from like, a feminist point of view, like not being told how you should think or feel, like it's quite exactly, yeah, and not letting someone define all your um worth like that, you know, like yeah. not letting him have all of the power. If like like you're with someone, and they break out of you, and you're like, you're not letting them have that total control over you. You're not sitting there thinking. Oh, well, I have to go and get with someone and take pictures and put them on Facebook to prove to you that I'm over you. Yeah. Like, I'm better than that. I don't need to play this stupid game. I like it. It's a very yeah. powerful song. 100%. I I just love you right the there? sound in general. Morning. How are you doing? Can Work. I get you some tea or coffee? Wake you up a bit? Honestly, I just... It's that, it's that time, I think. It's that time. Brain capacity is mm -hmm. quickly declining. I just, I, and this is the thing, like, sometimes it's hard to explain, or it's hard to describe music sometimes because you're like, I love it. And I love the style of her voice and just, I, I think very much like modern Nirvana, female-led vibes. I just... Love it. And what more can I say then? I love it, okay? She loves it. I love it. She does love it. Shall I hit Sorry. you up? Would yeah, you like me to me hit up. you up? Alright. This is I've saved this last because this is heartbreaking. So this is um Missing Somebody <laughs> the by Nuria. Yeah. Okay. And this song is absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah, it is a little bit. I, I clicked, funny enough, you know when I was saying earlier about people with uh, very minimal Spotify bios? Yeah. Her bio is probably writing a song about my ex. <laughs> and, like, oh. I love, there's three songs in particular that I really like by her at the moment, which is uh, At Least I'm Good At It, mm -hmm. Want You Back, which we which might we have mentioned. About. Yeah. yeah. And then this song as well, Missing Somebody. And Missing Somebody, I think, has come out recently. I think it came on my um, <laughs> recent release Spotify playlist. <laughs> I yeah, it I think came it literally came out last week or something. Yeah, that would make sense then. 
Um, and she's just got some formula going on in her songwriting that makes things like catchy. And even if it's heartbreaking, it's still, you know, if you listen to a very emotionally draining song, you don't want to listen to it on repeat because it's too much. Mm. With this, I could listen to it on repeat and like be perfectly happy like, yeah. to do that. Am I sadist? Probably. I don't know. But um, I think she also reminds me of uh, Olivia Rod. Oh my God. What's her name? Rodrigo. Rodrigo. That's it. Um, God, that was. How bad does it feel that you had to rely on me? I wanted to say Rodriguez, and then I was like, that's not right, Rodrigo. Um, If you like her, you'll like... I think they should go on tour together, to be honest. I think that would be... I know Baby Queen's on tour with Olivia Rodrigo at the moment, and I think Mm -hmm. uh, Naraya would also do well. Sorry. I just, like, rambled for, like, a good few minutes. No, I think you're right. I think you're very much right. And I... When I say your heartbreak, like... So the line that stuck with me so much was, um, I miss you and now I'm missing someone I never knew. Oh, God. Now that, like, about, yeah. Oh, man, that it hurts to hear something like that because it's some, like, it's so relatable for, for so many people to, like, you're in love with someone, but maybe you're in love with the idea the of idea being in love of with them, them oh, rather yeah. than ever who they were. Yeah. And when you find out that that's not who they are, they were, when you find out that's not them, but you love that, you're like, yeah. You're missing something you can never that's not real, that's not a thing. It's um crushing. Yeah. Crushing. I would describe that with like that's normally people's first love, I think. For me, mm-hmm. I definitely know that with like my first love it wasn't the person. Looking back, the person wasn't particularly nice to me and didn't treat me particularly well. But yeah. it was the idea of it, like you say. And it wasn't, it wasn't even necessarily the idea of the person. It was the idea of the relationship and the life that that would lead to, I think. Which you don't yeah. realise at the time. Um, and then looking back, like she is, being reflective. It's like, oh no, I was never in love with that person. I didn't know that person. I was yeah. in love with the idea of it all. Which is, yeah. and then you think, oh, what a fucking idiot. I've wasted all my bloody time being miserable over, like, something that was made up in my own bloody head in the first place. Yeah. But I think that makes, yeah, it makes you feel, yeah, because you're so angry that you've, you feel like you've wasted that time on yeah something that wasn't a thing, or wasn't a thing in the way that you thought it was. You know, you managed to trick yourself into thinking it was something bigger than it was, or something more than it was. Yeah. That hits. That hits. It's just, it is so, but it, it's heartbreaking in the sense that it's it's beautiful and kind of like very relate. I think it's the thing, her. she's so good mm. at being relatable. Yes. So easily relatable. Like It's so, it, 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 so immediately like you listen to it and you're listening. Like, yes, I get this. I understand that feeling. I understand what you're talking about. And it yeah. it makes you want to put it on repeat because you're like, well, I yeah. you know this I really get this and I, I'll listen to it again. I don't care if it's sad because I'm like, I'm feeling it. It's it's good. The other line that got me was she's probably six by now, and and you know when 
you know when family friends go up, oh last time i saw you you were this mm. big or you probably don't remember me because you were a baby when i and and like when it's you're younger that... you hate that yeah you hate and when that. you're, you're like, getting a little off. bit older you suddenly get go oh i get that now because yeah. time passes slowly Especially and quickly with, like, COVID at the same and time. stuff right because you haven't oh, seen yeah. some people for years you suddenly are seeing them and it's like what happened what no you were like this big and now you're like this big what i don't understand well matt was saying about his nephew and i was like bloody hell he's not a little toddler anymore that's crazy yeah i was just like that's so weird to me i don't know just because the thing is you don't i i suddenly get now when people are in their 70s or 80s and they say oh i still feel like i'm 16 or and you think, how can you? Your hips don't work. You you, yeah. you can't see, you can't hear. How can you feel that way? And I'm starting to get that, which is slightly scary. I, I mean, I kind of get it because everyone... You know when someone's like, how old are you? And I'm like, oh, 19. Um, 20, mm. 20, 20, 23. Yeah. And I'm like, huh? No. I don't feel 23. This isn't what I imagined being 23 would feel like. But then you're doing things that are appropriate for your age. Like, you know, you've just got your first proper promotion. Like, that is... I mean, that's probably a bit... You're probably a bit young to have your first proper promotion, Mr. High Achiever. Um, and, like, obviously, I'm getting married next year. That That's, mm. like, very much adult things, and they feel right, but it's just weird that we've lived enough life to be at that stage. Yeah. Um, I did, uh, and it's weird because like the idea of being forty doesn't scare me anymore. Like it doesn't. I think, oh yeah, well by that point, I'll hopefully have a nice big house and a nice car. See, I think and... the difference there is like, and I mean this in in a, in, a, in a nice way. Like, yeah. You have. Not you don't have anything to be scared in that sense, but like. You're getting married next year, and you got these. You're gonna have it. So, like, I can see how you wouldn't be scared because think for me that's terrifying. Because all I think, and I go to the worst possible outcome is like, what if I'm still like this when I'm forty? Like, what if I'm like, and like, whether that's necessarily true or not, that's 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 quite scary to my brain. That's that's fucking terrifying. I don't want to be like this when I'm forty. God, I want things to be better, but I don't know that they will be. So yeah. It's, it's weird how it's different that I think if I was in a different position, I might look at it and think, nah, that's cool. It's going to be all right. As it is, I'm like, what was I thought about the other day? I was like, someone said they turned 25 and I was like, oh, fuck. Imagine if I'm like this at 25. And that's just <laughs> stupid. But like, it just, it just, yeah, I don't know. Because I, I think, think you, you work on this clock in your mind. Bi- I think you're working like biological clock kind of thing of like, oh yeah. Like, well, true. for this to happen by this point, you need to like you start working back and like for this to happen at this point, this has to happen. This has... so I need to be doing. Oh, I'm behind schedule kind of thing. Oh yeah, like, I have that all the time with the idea of like having kids and stuff because you know I want to have a, a house that we can raise kids in before that point, and I want to have my career. And I always thought 27. That sounds like a great age to have your first kid. Fuck me, that leaves you no time to do anything. Mm-hmm. And then the thing is, as soon as you hit 33, you, you're getting on. You're getting on to have babies, mm-hmm. as everyone will tell you. 
so it is there's a lot to cram into the first section of your life oh god i was in a good mood i <laughs> i was in a a, a non-anxious like positive mindset happy to chat to my best friend and now i'm having a mild existential this process. is what happens when people chat to me i have this particular influence on people i i take the happiness and i remove it bastard no i think it's good to talk about these things and like I hope that you voicing your world pain uh, has made it. Feel I, mean, I don't want to bring less... people down. That's not what I want at all. No, like, don't. No, don't I start want feeling guilty. People to be. It makes me happy to know that people can still be happy, you know, because it tells me there's probably things that are worth being happy about. I hope that yeah, talking about it has helped some people, like maybe understand. If if you don't get if you've not felt it then maybe like it's a a thing of like check in see how other people are doing see if other people are feeling the same and maybe need a little yeah something good to go on and if you are feeling that way then know that you're not feeling alone and hopefully between all of us we've got to find something that brings a little bit more joy in there because God knows we need it um but yeah I I don't want you to feel like necessarily anxious I think it's we need people who are not feeling anxious you know we need people who are feeling quite positive about things and like doing the good shit yeah same yeah I don't know how to end this now like we're good we're good yeah we're gonna be okay and I think our generation well we're the most educated generation because how could we not be? We've got everyone else's previous experiences to learn from. Yeah, thanks to so. everyone else for doing the hard work for us. We you've done a lot of a lot of <laughs> groundwork to make sure we can get a, a head start here. So thanks for that. Yeah, cheers. Fucking and good work. I think we're doing our best and I'm proud to be a part of this generation, like even though because I think <sighs> A lot of the problems currently going on are not necessarily our generation. I'm not saying our generation is perfect, but I don't know. I don't want to make any. Oh, do, do, do you get what I mean? Like I. Yeah. I, I'd I rather do. be a part of this generation than any other generation. No, I get. You. I get you. So that is a positive thing. Let me let you, I'll, yeah, I'll finish on a good note. You want me to finish on a good note for you? Thank you. This week, I have invented a new character who I will now be calling Brenda. And Brenda is um, so this person. He says, when when you're like talking and you like yawn, and she's like, sorry, am I boring you? That's Brenda. That's Brenda right there. That kind of bitch who... Uh... <laughs> I fucking hate Brenda. Brenda is like... Is is the new Karen for me? Um, sorry to any Brenda's out there, but I have decided that that the world to write podcasts, world to write, world to rights podcasts, Karen will be known as Brenda and or Deborah and or Karen. Oh, Deborah, the receptionist for the GP's office. Love that. You one. remember Deborah? What a gal! What a gal! Anyway, so like don't the... be a Brenda. 
Don't be a Brenda. Do you like the lyrics I just sent you? On Facebook. Damn. Where is this Frank from? Frank Turner. Glorious what a guy. So come what on now. Guy. If we all pull together, we can lift up the weight of the world from your shoulders. Lift up the weight of the world from your shoulders just for a moment or two. I think that's... that's nice. That's what you need to hear this week. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Let's pull together. Let's not be Brenda's. Let's not be Deborah's. Let's not be Karen's. And then this week will be a bit less shit, I imagine. Love you. Live another year. Bye. Live another year. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we do this? Bye. They deserve better. <laughs>